Welcome to Life in Motion podcast with the best woman trio on the planet. On this podcast, we talk about all things related to navigating the complexities of day-to-day life and how we move with the ebbs and flow of all life brings our way. We started this podcast because life be lifing, whether you're ready for it or not. In this episode, we introduce ourselves and what the podcast is all about. We also let you know why we chose the name Life in Motion, and then we branched to talk about different random things that kind of gives you a feel of what to expect in episodes to come. Do stick around and let's learn. Hi guys, welcome back to Life in Motion podcast. And this episode is talking about navigating adult friendships. We're not going to waste much time, we're just going to get straight into it. So making friends as an adult. The first question is, safe spaces in friendships. How do you identify them being safe and holding space in your friendships? <sighs> being safe. How do you identify safe friendships? And like yeah, um, holding, holding space for your friendships. Safe spaces. Yeah. yeah, I think part of it is like you you find people who respect your boundaries. You find people who don't, who respect the things that you say, okay, this is no, or this is, I need space, or I just need a moment. Or like you find people who don't find that offensive. Because a lot of times when you have boundaries, people can find it offensive. But I've found like the people who usually find your boundaries offensive are people who don't have boundaries themselves. So they're they're mad at you because you have boundaries. But it's like, no, we all should have boundaries. So if if the person respects your boundaries, um, I think you can identify that as a safe space. And if you feel comfortable sharing and opening up and being vulnerable and you don't feel like there's that sense of judgment, like I like I feel like everybody should have a space of at least someone in their life that like they could fall apart in front of and yeah. there's no there's no judgment. So yeah yeah definitely i think yeah holding space for friendships respecting people's boundaries respecting being able to separate friendships is a big thing just because you're all friends doesn't mean you're all friends being able to separate individual relationships people that gaslight you they're not your friends i don't know about everyone else but for me if you're a gaslighter you're not my friend yeah (laughs) and if you don't have and i i think yeah the on the topic of being friends with people that don't have boundaries, they don't know how to hold space for your boundaries and respect your boundaries. Sometimes they don't even mean, mean to, but they don't know how to do it, and it's difficult. Being a safe space in your friendship is being able to hold people's boundaries, people's vulnerabilities, not gaslighting people, trying to see things from your friend's point of view. Yeah. Even if you don't agree, trying to understand even if you don't agree. Mm. So yeah, I think that's what pretty much being a safe space in friendships looks like to me this one it's a tricky one for me um i feel like i i also want friends who are so often the same who almost have the same goals as as i do now because once i start to talk about certain things and if you're if we're not of the same mindset you might actually find that either very um you might think that, oh, maybe she's a bit big-headed, you know, not mm-hmm. like I'm talking, I'm always, I'm consumed about where I want to take my life and all these things. 
So if you're a person who's like not into, who's not ambitious, or who's not like, um, yeah, it's just gonna seem like oh she's so too much. Too into, much. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's yeah. Okay. The yeah. next one is signs of toxic friendships. <laughs> For me. Ooh. This is what this is my take on that. I feel like people come sometimes people are for a season and they're temporary and it depends where you are in your life at the moment, where you are emotionally, mentally, on your growth journey, in your career, all of that. It 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 takes a lot of things into consideration. So I think is one thing that I've learned now is people are people come and go and sometimes people are for a season. And yeah, you just need to learn how to know that when something doesn't serve you, you need to learn how to walk away. Um, so it's not even, it doesn't even come down to toxic friendships or things. I think just in life in general, even family members, you outgrow certain situations or you get to a point where you need a different direction and that's not quite the direction that you need from that person. It doesn't mean you don't love them, you don't care about them or, but yeah, situations can get to a place where unintentionally become toxic to you and it's up to you to define what that looks like for you but what i can say is it's okay to let go of certain things it's okay to let go sometimes people are for a season and that's okay the longer you hold on to things sometimes you're not able to reflect on other things that serve you as well Mm -hmm. and when you let go you'll be amazed sometimes what, what else is coming Sometimes it's for a season. They need to yeah. be out of the way so that the other people that can serve you in this season can be here for you and love you the mm-hmm. way you need to be loved. And hold space for you in a way that you need to be held and help you progress towards where you want to go. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I I don't even have any. Like I just like the way you put that. I'm like, yeah. that was good. It may not be that people are like horrible yeah. or even like bad people like i mean you yeah. you have some people that are like trash but it's not like not everybody is like that and then not everybody comes in with bad intentions but I sometimes agree. it just doesn't work out in the end and it's okay to say you know that was good while it was good, good and yeah. now it's not good for me anymore it doesn't and serve i don't yeah and i don't need that and it's time for me to move on and go go a different direction and it's not that we have bad vibes or anything. It's just, you know, it's a it's decision. Let's, yeah, let's just go in a different direction and make space for both of us. You have space for good things. I have space for good things. And I feel like it's so easy to think everything's out to get you sometimes, even in relationships. Oh, yes. Listen, yeah, maybe you get hurt, you get this thing that. So it's not even a matter of something's out to get you. It's a matter of it's just not working. It's just not working out. Sometimes people really don't have that intention of hurting you. But where yeah. you're in different places, where you're in different, where you require different things, you have different needs that need to be met. They mm-hmm. don't know how to do that. And that can be toxic to you. It's not necessarily because they want to be toxic. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to define what it is you want and what it is you can take and what it is you can't take. The next question is signs of a healthy friendship. So for me, judging on, because I have a friend who's been friends for over 20 years now. Mm-hmm. and you know how they say like sometimes when your friend gets married your f- friendship changes yeah so when my friend got married i was actually preparing myself to like 
give her the space to be a wife. Because mm-hmm. before, you know, we used to like talk about every single thing. I mean, if I'm crossing the road, she'll know that <laughs> you know, it's an exaggeration, but I'm just trying to say like we're we're very close. But to my surprise, her friendship never changed ever. Like she wow. was just consistently my friend. Whenever I needed her, she will be there for me. And whenever it's like, and if she's going through things, is going growing through things, she'd always tell me, like, mm-hmm. okay, when you get to this stage, this is what's happening. We're the same age. I mean, we met, we met in boarding school, but it's it's like she's. I think that's a marker of a, of a good friendship. It's that's like a when. Solid. Yeah, like when life, when you go through changes, and you when you go through life, the person never changes, and the you're you're like your relationship is really like rooted. So that's um one, and then another thing is somebody who does not tell your secrets. Another thing is just um just somebody who's just reliable. Like if you're gonna be my friend, I'm not saying be there for me hundred percent of the time. But then, uh, just the same energy I'm putting in the relationship. It should be, re- it shouldn't be one-sided. Don't just think of me when you're in trouble and deep waters. I want to be there when you're celebrating things as well. When you're happy, because some people categorize friends. You know, it's yeah. like all these friends are just for partying, and these friends are like when I'm in trouble. If yeah. we're gonna be genuine friends, like you know, I don't want to be that person who's in a on a box when it comes to the friendship thing. So a mark yeah. of a good friendship is like a well-rounded reciprocal uh, friendship. Relationship, yeah. And then another thing is somebody who doesn't really uh, push their opinions on you. They let you go through what you have to go through. And, mm-hmm. and if I make that mistake, they don't come to me and say, I told you so. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they start That's like... That's not a friend. Yeah. So definitely a good one would be somebody who's like very understanding and I am understanding as well with their whatever they're going through and it's like anyone who pushes me closer to God I think that's the most important thing like uh try to push me closer to God as I'm trying to push you closer to God because you know I think in this life you want somebody who kind of knows you and they know you Charlotte I know you and are you sure this is not but but then again you're going to have to do what you want because you're an adult because we're adults. Um, But at the same time, it's like, okay, just try to remind me of who I am in Christ, who I am in, uh, you know, like my identity and stuff because you're like my, sort of like a mirror, a person who's like a mirror. I think that's what I think a good friendship would entail. Yeah. Reciprocity is a big, it's a big thing. You definitely, you can't be in friendships that are one-sided or friends that just call you when they want to pass you off. Mm. I feel like it's also good to define who you're calling your friend. Because we know a lot of people sometimes, is everybody really your friend? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gets to a point where like, I know you, we've been friends before, but is our friendship still like, is it in progress or it's just we have history? Sometimes we just have history. Or sometimes yeah. you're actually just an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. You're not really my friend. And when it comes down to the core, real, true friendship, there has to be that reciprocity. Yes. Yeah. Reciprocate. Mm. Like, if I'm blowing up your phone, blow up my phone. Check on me. Being a, being a vault, basically. Like, keeping yeah. the things that I tell you. Because I'm, I'm 
private in a to, to a certain degree. Like I'm private to a certain degree. So I need to know that if I share certain things that it's safe with you, especially if it's like very, um, if you know, like it's a touchy kind of thing or it's like, it's a sensitive kind of thing. Like I need to know that I can trust you with certain, like certain information and the relationship does have to be mutually beneficial. Like we have, to, it has to be mutually beneficial. If it's not, then what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I agree, and I think now that I'm getting older, I'm more intentional about my friendships as well. Yeah. But this my villain era, man. I'm more <laughs> intentional about my friendships, and yeah, just more intentional. Like, what are we pouring into each other as friends? I want to give you advice, but I don't want to say, hey this is it this is the gospel no i'll say it and you have to also use your common sense to discern and i need you to trust me enough to know that i'm your friend and whatever you choose i i can love and support you to it what i don't like though Mm -hmm. is the friend that you know you're doing something wrong i'm against i've expressed time to that number Every day, you know how we talked about offloading people that want to offload. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not your trash can. If you want to sit down and rant about something all day, do you know what that sign is? It's a sign to set a boundary. Yeah, it's draining. I yeah, and hear you rant every day. Take action, please. Yes, when I'm ranting, best believe the next thing is an action. Yeah. I'm not about to let you raise my blood pressure high and low every day. Whether it's a situation, whether it's a thing, whatever it is, my bills, my finances, I'm not going to sit here and talk every day. I need to take action. Something needs to be done. If I'm going through depression and I'm telling you I'm depressed, best believe I'm contacting my GP and I'm looking for the next best option. This is just an example of like, yeah, just take action. I don't want to sit here. We don't have to rant about the same thing for like a year. Where's the boundary coming and where's the action, please? And those kind of friendships I find draining can't do it i'm not doing it and i would retract mm. so i know you're ready to do something about it because you're, you're, you're emo- i can't do friendships that emotionally drain me i can't do it in friendships i can't do it in families i can't do it in anywhere so best believe i'm not going to put up put up with that because you're my friend yeah i, I would just retract then also know your boundaries as a person. It's very good to take the time to know yourself and what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. That way, when it when when you see it, you know like, okay, what do I do now? You know how to take action. You can't be a good friend without really even knowing yourself that well. You know, it's very important mm-hmm. to take the time to do that work within yourself as well. List five things that you want to do or aim to do more in your current friendships. Whew. Five things. One yeah. thing that I that I know for a fact that I need to work on that drives people crazy is responding to messages. <laughs> I need to respond to messages quicker and not leave messages sitting sometimes. And it's not like a one-off thing. Like I do it all the time. So it's not even like a not personal. It's not. But I have to get used to it. Like, I was joking with somebody the other day, and I was like, can we cancel WhatsApp? Can we cancel WhatsApp, please? Because, you know, people expect responses back quickly and immediately. And sometimes, honestly, I I could. But I think, like, if I'm in the middle of something, I'm just like, oh, 
okay, I see the message, but I'll respond to it later. But then later, it never happens later. So I think one thing I want to do is like just respond back really quick and be like, hey, I'm in the middle of something. I'll message you when I have a chance. Or just like just say something because sometimes it just never happens later. And then you go, oh, shucks. It's a day. Or it's, it's been a day. It's been two days. I haven't responded back to this person. Um, another thing that I want to do differently in my friendships is I think I'm a, I'm a, I like, I have pretty solid boundaries, um, but there's a little bit more boundaries that I could have in some of my friendships. I don't, I don't want to go into like, you know, detail or whatever, but yeah. yeah, but I think, I think I could do that. I think there are some boundaries that I need to have in some of my friendships. Um, so that's another thing. The third thing I would do differently is, um, I don't know, maybe be a little bit more. So I'm the kind of person, if I'm going through something, I like to process it before I talk about it. Because honestly, it's like, I don't have the words. I don't know. You want me to talk about it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know myself what's going on at the moment. It's just, it just I don't have it the is. words. Yeah. I don't have the words. So being more, so instead of actually kind of like retra retracting or like just completely going silent, just saying, hey, this is what's going on right now. I don't have the words completely yet to say what's going on, but I'm in this space at the moment. I just need some time. Um, that's three, five. What else would I do differently? I think I'd be more open to friendship. I'm very like, okay, these are my friends. I'm cool. I'm good. Um, and not being so suspicious of friendships, I think. <laughs> trust issues, man. Trust issues. Not being so suspicious of friends. Because I've seen people who have called people their friends, and in my head, I'm like, I had to tell one of my friends the other day because she was talking to me about a friend of hers. And I was like, and you call this person your friend? You shot us yeah. your friend? It's just trust issues. Yeah. And she kind of tried to clean up whatever she was saying a little bit. But in my head, I'm like, dang, if this is how you're talking about someone you call your friend, how are you talking about me? Me. But, I think that's a friendship red flag. Yeah. It, it, it is. And that's why this I was like. Why... Sorry, Nisha. This is why I don't agree with someone sitting down ranting about someone from morning to evening. Like, for me, address it. Do something about it. Address it. If you're not going to address it, don't bother. I don't want to hear yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, address yeah. Address it. It's every day come and rant. Every... Best believe I'm about to say, girl, that's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so I have to just be a little bit more, less suspicious. I'm trying to do this thing where I'm not approaching relationships from the point of view, what are you here to take from me? But what did you come to bring me? Even if it's a lesson, what did you come to add to my life? As opposed to what did you come to take from it? For me, the things I aim to do more, I guess, is to show up for my friends a bit more. I want to show up for my friends a bit more. Um, yeah. Just show up and hold space for my friends a bit more. I want them to know I love them and I'm a safe space for them. Number two, this is something that has affected me in the past and I'm not doing it anymore. And I don't care how you perceive it, but this is me. Take it or leave it. I'm not putting that boundary down for nobody. If you do something that I don't like now, I will address it. Mm. And it's not a conflict. 
I'll address it. Some people you can't have. Have you met people that you can't just have a dialogue and conversation with? They're always right. Or they'll gaslight you. That one, I'll just cut it off. I won't even bother. Yeah. But if I can address and hold a conversation with you, I'd rather do that. Because what I let do before, before what I'll let happen is I'll let things slide. I'll let things slide. And it chips away. And I don't want to be your friend. Like, I just don't crave being around you anymore. Because mm. you've done too many things that have chipped away. But whereas I, I see that now that in myself, that was a bad thing. Because then my friend wakes up one day and I'm not really close to them anymore. And they don't get it. It's because I didn't vocalize what, you know, was happening. I know some situations, some situations I've learned I can't say anything. It's just I'm cutting you off. And then there's some situations when you can say something. Some people actually hold space for you to have that dialogue and work things yeah. out. Like when we, any of us have issues, I come to you guys, we squash it, we move on, right? Some people as well don't know how to hold space for that. If you, or you're like, I, will, I need to address more things. And if I address it and you can't hold space, then I'm sorry. I tried. Um, the only reason why I'm yeah. addressing it is because I care about our friendship and I want this to work out. I love you and I want us to move on. Even relationships have, have to have a dialogue, you know? Even within families, you have to have a dialogue. So if you can't be that healthy space, but we can't ha- hold a healthy conversation and think, that's done. But one thing I know I need to do more and I aim to do more is be able to talk. Like, it's not even about, it's not even a conflict. It's, let's work this out, man. Let's work, yeah. Let's work this out. Let's meet a middle ground, like, you know? And that's something I aim to do more because I realize when I don't do that, I pull away and break the other person's heart because they don't know what they've done. And at that point, I've let so many things slide that I'm exhausted to even talk about it. So if it happens, I'm talking about it, I'm addressing it. And how you hold space for that. If they're your friend, if they're your friend and they value your friendship, they will have that. we will have that conversation and we'll move on and that's just how it is. Is that my friend told me last time, girl, you're always late. Girl, I know, and I'm sorry. I'm going to cut down on the makeup routine so I can hurry up and be there on time next time. Simple. First, if she doesn't say anything and she holds it in, and it's like, I keep doing it because she hasn't addressed it. Or sometimes I, I, it hasn't come, the person doesn't really know they're doing that. So it hasn't come to their attention. And then I start holding it in me, holding it in me. Then it gets to the point where it's like, I don't want to see you anymore. Like, you invite me and I'll start making excuses because I find it draining. The situation has drained me or worn me out. That's yeah. not fair on them. It's not fair on your friend, and it's not fair on you. Good friendships should be able to hold conversation. Yeah. Effective conversation that goes somewhere, and we move on, and we just do life. So that's one thing I aim to do better, is communicate better. If it bothers me, I need to bring it to light so that we can work through it, and we can move on from it. And it's also a form of self-betrayal. And sometimes they don't know what they're doing, and you're holding the grudge in your heart. Is that going to take you to heaven? No. It's just going to chip away. And sometimes it's a good friendship is just chipping away because you didn't say, girl, you know, yeah. you didn't show up or girl, I didn't like the way you said this or, you know, and sometimes it's just simple misunderstandings. Nobody's out to get you. Some, it's, it's not like the person's out to get you. It's just maybe miscommunication, miss this, miss that. Let's address it. Let's get to a place and let's move on. Right. So that's something I aim to do. Show up for my friends, be there for my friends. And I aim to address things when I feel like they need to be addressed. I aim to do that more. If that makes me problematic, then honey, sorry. Love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) The next next thing I would say, I aim to do better in friendship. 
I think it's just those two things. So I just want to love my friends, man. I want to really love my friends and hold space for my friends and validate my friendships. And I want them to know I love them. And yeah, when things happen, I want us to be good to a place where like, we, we just talk it out. We're grown. We're grown. None of this sneaky shit. Like we're grown. Like let's talk about it. And if I hear something or if I see something suspicious, I'll tell you as my friend, not even in a malicious way, like, girl, I've noticed this. This is something to be aware of. Maybe you should, you know, be aware of that. Because I, I feel like if I love you, I should be able to bring certain things to light as well. You know? Because I love you and I care about you. Yeah. So I just want to love on all my friends. And I just want to be able to have good conversations and address things in a healthy way and move on. Yeah. I need to see them. I've not, like, my best friend who lives in SA, the last time I saw her, I mean, she's now married with two kids. I've not seen them. And I yeah. need to go visit them face to face, you know? Yeah. I think the last time I saw her, was it 10 years ago? Oh, and, wow. and, and then Sam is like 16. It's just like, yeah, I, I need to go I see them. Make the effort to see them. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that we've even maintained the relationship, like the friendship. For, like, There's a solid solid friends. yeah it is yeah yeah and also maybe i need to be more open like nisha was saying being suspicious right like we just don't know because you know barbara that friendship i had and then all of a sudden when i needed them one time it's like hey went left like girl i thought you were my friend you can't just do stuff like that to friends so i think i have um i don't know if it's trust issues or maybe hurt around mm. that area of friendships as well so it's like yeah. you know maybe that that ship has sailed because i don't trust new friends actually. i feel like some things the ship should sail but some things yeah. me i know when you push me to a certain level i'm not coming back i'm sorry yeah. but peace out i love you but i'll love you from that way not this way some things is just like i beg no take a wahala and be going i'm mm-hmm. gonna get to a point that and it's healthy it's mm. you know what you can and you can't take one thing about me, I won't sit down and rant about you and do stating things behind your back. I'll be carrying my peace of mind. I let me hold on to that love that I have for you and go and love you from there. Because I mm. can't do it's it's exhausting, it's draining, and we're not about to do that. But I think too, like with the showing up, I think I could show up some more too. Yeah. When I my friends know, and they figured like when I was doing my thesis, my master's thesis, like they know if I um in doing something like I'm head down doing this and I need to get it out before I come back up for air. <laughs> and a lot of times it's like, Oh, Alicia, you don't have time for me. So I think I could show up a little bit more too. I make, make space, being intentional about making space because you know, like people say like you make space and you make time for the things that are important to you. Like if I tell you, I want to do something that, I am I'm working, thinking, on I'm working on it. Like, I don't Same. just say I want something just Same. to say, if I say I want something, you better believe I'm, I'm actively working on working that. On and so I could be very head down. So I just need to be more intentional of making space for the relationships that are important to me as well. And another thing, I feel like I need to be more open to new friends. Well, at the moment, I'm doing that. I'm open to friendships. I'm open to new friendships. It depends, though, what we're connecting on. Like, I yeah. made a new friend recently, and she's just amazing. And I'm really glad I did that. So, yeah, open open to new friendships as well. Because where I'm at, at a different state, I'm more in, 
different space. I'm more intentional with the people I'm letting in my life. And if yeah. I say you're my friend now, it's because I've seen something that, you know, I like. And you're my friend. So, yeah, just another thing, yeah, being open to new friendships. And it's a good way to network as well. It is. Is there anything else you guys want to add on making friends as an adult and adult navigating adult friendships? Just be understanding sometimes. Adult responsibilities are real. It is real. Like, Barbara, you posted the other day that adulting is the ghetto. It is. It's the ghetto. It is the ghetto. It is the hood. Adulting, sometimes it could be rough. Like, adulting is the real deal. And so being okay sometimes, like, when your friends are in the business of adulting. Because yeah. it can be it can be a lot. Responsibility is a lot. It's just, it could be a lot. And, um yeah, just being okay with that sometimes and not taking that personal can preserve your Definitely. adult friendships. And everybody, I think that's just yeah. a sign of maturity as well. Like, if you're mature, you get it, you know? You just yeah. For yeah. me, there's people, 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 people. Just the highlight of this. Don't let your friends gaslight you. If somebody's yeah. gaslighting you, they're not your friend, okay? And that's mm-hmm. a lesson I had to learn. It took me a long time to learn why sometimes I didn't want to be around certain people or things. It's because they're gaslighting if somebody's gaslighting you, they're not your friend, okay? Okay, just advise yourself. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life in Motion podcast. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode where we talked about friendships and all the little nuances that come with trying to navigate adult friendships. We hope that you would subscribe to our podcast. And if you liked this episode, Go ahead and give us a rating for this episode. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We hope you tune in again next week. We post every Saturday. Bye.